Hello and welcome to More Life. I'm very happy to have you here, and in this very first episode, I will talk a little bit about my motivation behind creating this podcast, as well as myself. I have been playing with the idea of creating a podcast for quite some while, and actually, one and a half years ago, I recorded an episode, but then never published it and never kept going. So I'm really, really happy and excited to be here and actually launch this podcast. The name More Life really tries to capture many different things that I'm interested in under one umbrella. So before, with the last attempt, I had a very narrow topic, uh, grief and trauma, and I felt restricted because there are many other topics that I find interesting too and that I want to talk about as well. So in more life, I have the space for that because basically everything I'm interested in is about life, living life, designing life, improving life. More life is for people who look beyond societal expectations, perhaps because they're living abroad or otherwise have come to understand and at least partially broken free from their society's definition of success. It's for people who want to live life their way, who are daring and courageous. And my mission with More Life is really to inspire people to live their life more fully, to live more, to create more life. More Life, however, does not just touch on the personal level. I also have conversations that are more on a societal level or on a business level. And that's because I'm passionate about all the different levels of life and all the different perspectives about how we can create more life. Here in More Life, I show up fully. So let me tell you about myself. When I had finished my A-levels, I decided to go to Madrid and learn Spanish. When I came back, something unexpected happened. I had tasted the world and I wanted more. I was not interested in staying in my hometown. Luckily, I got accepted to do a bachelor's degree in psychology in the Netherlands. That meant a different country and Dutch and English as the working languages. With my bachelor's in the pocket, I took a gap half year and spent some time working in the UK and Brazil. While I was in Brazil, I already was accepted to a master's in sports sciences, which I was really happy about because it was not so easy to get in. But I saw that there was another interesting master that was just published called Talent Development and Creativity. In the end, I decided to do both at the same time, not knowing how stressful that was going to be. During that period of doing these two masters, I actually decided to start a third one because the courses were so combinable in nutrition and health. Well, I dropped that one pretty quickly because it was just too much and because I did not really feel very connected to the university. But I then quickly signed up to the Honors College, which was an extracurricular leadership track for the best of the best students. I already mentioned Spanish, English, 
and Dutch, and I was really, and I'm still very curious about languages and passionate about learning them and learning about cultures. So in 2016, I actually started a language school in Groningen, the Netherlands. That was an incredible journey of entrepreneurship without even knowing the word, without having any funding, without having any formal background in business, nor in education or language teaching. But it worked out. It worked out because we were passionate and just um, found out how to do it. So that's something that I'm very proud of. During the end of my master's and having already gotten to know my partner, we moved to Portugal. And that's when the real stress happened and I had to write two theses within uh, six months. But I got it done. I had to redo one of my theses, but I managed to get a passing grade on that one too. I then briefly worked in sales and as a sales and business development representative for an American company and quickly decided to rather be a solopreneur, rather be self-employed. That's how I started with coaching. I had already coached before, but now I wanted to make it my profession. I decided that I already knew enough about coaching and while building my own practice, also learned a lot about business. I quickly got into coaching at startup accelerators as well, which was fantastic for me because I had my own experience with chat languages and also the interest in learning more about everything business related. So uh, I worked for or with rather the European Innovation Academy, BetaE, the Blues Program, Demium, Startup Wise Guys, and a whole other load of startup accelerators in different countries. And probably the, the highlight of working with startups was that just before COVID went global, I spent two and a half weeks in Qatar, in Doha, at the Arab Innovation Academy coaching and mentoring startups from uh, all the different Arab countries. Another thing that I was involved in or got involved in in 2021 was Teal Around the World, which was a conference that I'm not so much involved in anymore, but still really like about new work, about finding a different way of doing business, which is more about collaboration, more about care. And that really resonates with my perception of what leadership is or what leadership should be. This involvement also led me to be a co-author of the book Adventures in Reinventing Work, in which I tell the story of a Brazilian entrepreneur who does a personal spiritual journey and then decides to bring that spirituality in his business, a restaurant, a Japanese restaurant, and completely transforms the way they work and relate to each other in a profound way that is really beautiful. Talking about being an author, I also, aside from starting coaching in 2018, I also started teaching. I started teaching in 
The Masters of Clinical Psychology and Empowerment of a German hybrid university, meaning they would fly me in for the first lecture and then the rest was just online, which was really good because that meant being able to continue living in Portugal. And later I started teaching at a different university with the same model in the Bachelors of Applied Psychology, now Bachelors of Psychology, with a better accreditation uh, just happened half a year ago. And for that university, I've also authored two study booklets, uh, one called Perception and Cognition, and the other one called Motivation and Emotion, which are used for the um, courses of general psychology that I teach. During COVID, something really traumatic happened. We were expecting our son, and he died during birth. That was just so traumatic, and it is very difficult to put it into words. It has definitely shifted my view of how trauma feels, and, and how depression feels, and how grief feels. And I've... Um, unwillingly gotten to know myself at a much deeper level. It has meant that I was unable to work for several months, pretty much unable to work for several months, and also that I had an increased interest in learning more about trauma and grief, which gave rise to my first go at starting a podcast a podcast called Moving Through Grief that I never I never launched, that I recorded one episode for, um, but then, yeah, didn't continue. Actually, that guest just confirmed that she is going to be on the More Live podcast soon as well. So that's going to be a very interesting episode because for me, More Live does not just mean focusing on the positive it means focusing on all of life, having space for all of life and going through that and processing that and, and living life. So it's not just positive talk, but it is meaningful talk. I've shared all of this about myself and there's a something that spans all those years that I just comprised, which is my interest in, in sports, my interest in health, and with this interest in health, also the interest in regeneration. So not just human health, not just my own health, but also planetary health. And actually in 2021, I, I ran a course called Dare to Care for my old university for the best of the best students who I used to be, uh, bringing this connection of leadership to how do we actually work together in a way that is more caring and more empathetic and more innovative at the same time and connect that again to sustainability and regeneration and thinking differently about the impact we're having. In my coaching practice, I support founders and entrepreneurs with building high-performance teams, improving their communication and not getting overwhelmed by it all. That includes having conversations about leadership, but also about health and productivity. My 
past engagement include well-known names such as LinkedIn or Mercedes-Benz.io, as well as many smaller, uh, well, startups that you probably haven't heard of yet, but hopefully you will. In the next episodes that you will be able to tune into, I will talk with Filippi Bernardo, who is actually a facilitator at Emerging Men that I haven't told you about. In in 2019, I started a men's group called Emerging Men. He's one of the facilitators and really my partner in running it nowadays. And the two of us talk about being authentically alive and challenging fear. Then in episode three, I talk with Jesse Terranova about traveling to color your life and living from the heart. And I really connect with that because I have traveled so much and I have learned so much from that and I have grown so much from that. In episode four, I talk with Noah Healy about the threat of innovation and the networks that we need to create, networks that mimic life, networks that are more alive, networks that allow for more innovation and are much more stable than the hierarchies that we have everywhere nowadays and that will disappear. So I hope with this you got a nice overview of who I am and what you can expect. And for now, I just have one little ask to you, which is subscribe to More Life on your favorite platform or app and invite anybody who you think will like it. Invite them to the podcast itself or send them the episode that you like. And if you have any questions or feature requests, send me a message either on my socials or at joram at emerge prosper.com. Of course, any rating and comment on any of the apps will help more life get more visible and impact more lives. As a thank you for listening to my story, I want to give you one quick takeaway that I share with my clients already. Society may claim that you can't have it all, but that's not true. You can have it all. It just comes with one caveat. You need to define consciously what that means for you, and you cannot just copy-paste what other people or society expects. Why not? You might be able to achieve these expectations, but you will likely feel drained and notice that you climbed up the wrong ladder. So, to have it all, you need to create your own vision that is really truly aligned with your core of how you want to live your life. That way, you can be much more alive than following anybody else's expectation of how life is supposed to look like.